Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Topic Thunder. It's episode 246. Uh, it's very, very, uh, for those of you who like patterns, that is 2 plus 2 plus 2, 246. Very nice, even number there. Gotta appreciate that for the math people listening to this podcast. It is Monday, July 13th. Uh, we're a little bit delayed on our Monday podcast. This is actually going to go out on Tuesday, but we're recording on Monday. Uh, and I am joined today by the one and only Thunder Chats, Dylan Hunsinger. And uh, Dylan, uh, all I got to say is hashtag free Woj. Woj is, Woj is in jail and, it's, and I, am, I am beyond disgusted that he cannot be in Orlando. Yeah, it's upsetting, man. I mean, uh, it, it, it's sad. Obviously, NBA Twitter has kind of rallied around Woj. Um, but all- so uh, LeBron James has rallied around Woj with the hashtag. He has. Voice. He has. So, I mean, y- you got to think, as loud as the collective voices of NBA Twitter is, when a guy like LeBron James is tweeting it, I don't know. I, I think something's going to be done about it. But I-, I just don't really understand why ESPN would do this because – It's very stupid. All you're doing – is letting Shams, who has kind of been dominating since quarantine started anyways. He's about well, to own. All you're doing is just giving him all the scoops. Yes. So he, like... <laughs> Sh- Shams has basically just been given free reign to all NBA news for the next three months because apparently they suspended. I mean, I don't really know exactly what suspended Woj means, but I know he, he's not going to Orlando which is where every single NBA team is right now mm-hmm. that is playing in the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them. The other eight are wherever. Who cares? But he <laughs> is not in the place where the basketball is happening right now. So Shams is basically just like, he doesn't even have to wait. He doesn't have to like worry about someone scooping him because no one else is there to be scooped. Yep. It's just him. Absolutely. You know what Shams said when he found out Woj was suspended? What? Sham said, wow. Sham's wow. Get it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, but you know who You know who actually benefits from this? You remember Arya Abraham? That guy? Oh, yeah, that dude. <laughs> he's, he's, got, he's got a chance to come back and uh, redeem himself. There's an opening. I saw, so, I, I saw somebody uh, retweeted him and said that 
uh, Woj has been suspended by ESPN sources. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. I was like, what? At least, at least he's like kind of being self-aware now. I think before he was trying to just be like a very, he's trying to basically be Woj and he wasn't Woj. And now he's being a little bit more self-aware about it by tweeting this type of thing. And Lakers fans just believed him like blindly. Yeah. The, like, oh, we're definitely getting Anthony Davis and Paul George. Oh, we're getting Kawhi too. We're getting yeah, all these. Kawhi things. is going to Lakers, sources confirm. Uh, no doubt in my mind. Uh, yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. All right, he's he's he was the worst back then. I mean, I, I think he's probably a little bit more self-aware now, so it's different, but yeah. All right, Abraham, your chance to shine. Uh, if you happen to be in Orlando, which I don't think you are anyway. So yeah, well, I just... think he's based out of L.A. and you know they're they're just inviting anybody from L.A. to the bubble. Apparently, they're inviting anybody to L.A. because apparently, uh, hashtag Bubble Trouble, uh, a, a lady was invited uh, to the bubble by an unknown NBA player, and let's just say I don't think she was invited to discuss her opinions about the China controversy. I think she was invited for other reasons. Uh, her name is like ugly Hannah or something like that, which is a weird act. She's let's just say she, she's not exactly ugly. She's uh, it's, she uh, was invited for irony. Oh, Hit him up ladies. Hey, if you want, uh, hey, if you're in Oklahoma City, ugly D- D- Hannah, whatever your name is, let me know. Actually, no, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, she's she was invited and made it very public on Twitter. Got a lot of traction. Uh, we were discussing before we recorded uh, that she is from LA, so it's probably a, a Clippers or a Lakers player that invited her. My guess is on J.R. Smith. Personally, it, it could be Jr. Uh, it could be, could be a Kyle Kuzma. Could be a Kuz move. Yeah, it's a. I don't know, man. It was just like it, it's just. I mean, in her tweet, she said, "I've already been invited to the bubble. There's no way the NBA is going to finish this season." LMAO, cry laughing face. Mm. It's like, I know what you're doing. Like you're flexing that you're yeah, invited it's a, to the it's bubble a flex. by an NBA player. But like at the same time, like stop it. <laughs> and if if you're the Laker, the quicker player, like dude, keep it in your pants for like <laughs> just a little bit longer. They went like twenty hours basically before doing this. They weren't even there a day. Yeah. He's like they finished their little stuff quarantine as soon as they got in the bubble. They're like, like no, I have to have a lady. I have no to right I now. Need. <laughs> I need a lady right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Oh, it's terrible. Funny. Yeah, and um, the other news actually that came out today, more bubble trouble. Rashawn Holmes just really likes Postmates, I guess, because he uh, decided to give himself a 10-day quarantine by exiting the premises of the bubble for a nice uh, delivered meal that was outside of the bubble. And uh, Sacramento, or no, his Twitter account, from his personal Twitter account, made an apology. Uh, And yeah, I I mean, personally, if I'm Rashawn Holmes, I... I I can't put too much shade on him. I love Postmates myself. I can understand not wanting to have, you know, the whatever meals they're giving them now and get yourself a nice, uh, I don't know what they have in Orlando that's from Postmates, like a nice uh, seafood dish or sushi. I don't know. But I, I, 
I, I totally get it. I'm, I, I, uh, I empathize with Rashawn Holmes and also a uh, friend of the pod, friend, Fred Katz, uh, excellent tweet, uh, very on, uh, on brand today saying Rashawn, uh, quote, stay at homes in quote. Excellent. Steve, if Steve were here right now, you'd really appreciate that. Um, but old Freddie Katz on, on his, on his, uh, stuff again. But yeah. Rashawn Holmes just really likes Postmates and that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I just, I think it's weird though, because like, from what I understand, like, you know, everybody was posting, you know, the food and saying how terrible it was and mm-hmm. like, you know, how it's packaged and everything. But from what I understand, it the food was just going to be like that for your 48 hours that you're yeah. in quarantine and then you can have your private chef that the team hires and whatever and have anything so like if you're if you're if you're out if you're able to go out and get your food you know outside the bubble presumably you've done your 48 hour quarantine so like <laughs> what what can postmates grubhub doordash bring you that your private chef could not make. Yeah, you. exactly. You have you have a m- millions of dollars at your disposal to hire whatever chef you want. So I agree, and I, I was being a little bit facetious about the meal thing. I I talked about it last podcast. I think how everyone was yeah. freaking out about the meals, and it's like it's not going to be the norm. Like that's just the first however long quarantine period before they can be allowed to roam free. But yeah, it, it's a good point. Like. I mean, the, the teams, I'm sure, brought their chefs, and then you can hire your own personal chef, which they made it sound to be like this huge burden for these NBA players, as if they don't have tens of millions of dollars at their disposal, and chefs do not cost anywhere near that, even a really good one. So, uh, I mean, yeah, they probably all brought a lot of uh, commodities like that, but I don't know, maybe Rashawn Holmes, I don't know what he's getting paid. Maybe he didn't have enough for the nicest of chefs, and... Yeah, he's like that minimum or something like that. I think he's yeah. like one point five. Maybe now, he didn't. He didn't spend. He maybe he spent it all before the coronavirus, not thinking this would happen. <laughs> now he's just, uh, just like us, just really wants some postmates. Uh, the the question is bringing this back to the Thunder. Mm. Was there a snitch Paul involved in this? Oh, there the certainly was. <laughs> there certainly was. I don't know how. I mean. How else would he have been caught? It had to be the snitch hotline. There, ha- it had to be the snitch hotline, or he just has to, he just has to be dumber than a box of rocks and just walk out <laughs> the middle, middle walked, of the day. Out he walked the straight open. through the lobby at like noon. Waved at the security guard. <laughs> said, "Oh, uh, your shoes are untied," and then went and got his food. He just had and like he a nice spirit with him as well. Yeah, he probably went around. It's like, hey guys, I just got this Postmates from. Uh, Arby's, you guys want to fry? Yeah, he sees he, Adam Silver like, what up, Adam? You want some <laughs> milkshake? <laughs> Adam Silver's there for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So poor Rashawn Holmes, he's he's uh, gonna be stuck in his own room. I don't really know how the quarantine works. I'm at, in my head, it's like um, it's like in Shawshank Redemption where he's in like the isolation chamber, and there's like no sunlight. That's what I picture as like a quarantined period so i i'm just gonna assume that's how it is um so thoughts and prayers to rashawn home oh yeah he has to do 14 days yeah you're right yeah okay i, I thought i thought we were still talking about the two days i was like well shay just did a bunch of interviews on instagram live so 
That's yes. one way to pass time. Yes. Yeah. And that's true. Like every NBA player is now going through what we have gone through in quarantine, just like not having anything to do. Like before they all had their own personal gyms and they like had these big extravagant houses that they could live in. And so they weren't like, they weren't like us. They weren't bored out of their minds. And now you've got like JJ Reddick on Twitter being like 50,000 retweets and I'll shotgun a beer or something like that. That's very, very on brand for Twitter in the last three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, also, by the way, Myers Leonard did a shotgun beer and he like cut out a square in the beer can before shotgunning it, which is like not how you're supposed to do it. Usually you just like cut a hole in it and then immediately drink it. But he did it. Uh, he did it weird. I know, I know, Dylan, you're not, you probably, you haven't shotgunned a beer before, so maybe you're not no, familiar no. with this. <laughs> but for those of you out there who have, and you've seen this video, you know what I'm talking about. It was not the proper way to do it. And he was boasting about it on Twitter. Not so, my shotgun. Mm-mm. No. So anyway, that was weird. But yeah, people in the bubble right now are getting very bored very quickly. And we're like in day three or something like that. So... Yeah, our guys seem to like fishing a lot. They really uh, do. Fishing and, uh, and cornhole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was it? Baisley and uh, was it Hall that went with them? Mm, I don't know actually who the second person was. I know Chris Paul uh, went with Shay, but I don't know yeah. who went with. Yeah, Chris and Shay went Baisley. today. I think yesterday it was Baisley and Hall. And Baisley's <laughs> just hilarious. He's like, all right, today we'll so do you back. But next time, I'm taking you home and I'm cooking you. <laughs> He's he's so funny on camera. Like if he wasn't a great NBA player, he would have a he'd have a spot on like a television program somewhere. He's just so funny. Yeah, dude, he's hilarious. Also, I I loved watching uh Chris beat Baisley at Cornhole while Shay watched, and then Chris was like, "All right, good game. I'll drop him. Give me 20. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, very on brand for Chris. Yeah, it's funny because that's what he does do his son. Like, I remember when they was doing the horse competition, he was talking about how, um, you know, they'll, they'll play for push-ups or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, you know, whoever loses, like, they got to do so many push-ups and whatnot. So, yeah, pretty on brand for Chris Paul. <laughs> Absolutely. Also, going back to fishing, uh, did you see the video of Ben Simmons trying to throw a fish back into an entire ocean and missing? I did not, but that is... It's very funny. That is that is the most on brand thing about it. It is very funny. He's like he's just on a little tiny boat, and all he has to do is throw a fish back into this giant body of water, and he misses. It's, so shout out Ben Simmons, just himself being on brand. Everyone's being on brand right now, and uh, you love to see it. But yeah, lots of bubble trouble going on. Um, there is also a report today. They have two cases of COVID out of the. 322 cases uh which i thought was good that seems like a nice low percentage but apparently that's also bad because that means covid is in the bubble it's not good mm-hmm. but i assume good what is good for us is it's been confirmed the past four days that every player that the thunder has brought has participated in practice all four days so which is, is un- not them <laughs> It's unbelievable how healthy we have maintained ourselves, despite the fact that Oklahoma as a state has just been getting worse and worse. And they were here knocking on wood. Yes, yes, I hear. Yes. For those of you who may not hear, (sighs) I was knocking on wood. I myself 
knocking on wood. Uh, and yeah, so it's been incredible how healthy they've kept themselves, despite the fact that Oklahoma has been a petri dish for this stuff as of the last few weeks. Uh, so kudos to them. Um, they did have like tied for first for the best like medical staff. So it's pretty on brand there. I'm going to keep saying on brand this whole podcast. I think I've said it like 15 on times. brand, off brand, on brand all day, baby. Neutral brand. Neutral brand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, by the way, um, on the flip side of things, Westbrook and Harden have coronavirus. So T's and P's. T's and P's to them. I kind of expected the Russell one because if you had been following his, like, if you tracked his Instagram and Twitter and stuff, which I'm sure some of our listeners do, he was away from his family for a while before this. Mm-hmm. And knowing Westbrook, he does not like to be away from his family. And he was also not in Orlando. So it was kind of like, uh, something's probably up here. Yeah. And sure enough, he was, he was positive and uh, will be quarantining. He said he's healthy. So, you know, nothing to worry about. But the, the two Rockets guards will be coming into the, the bubble a little bit late. Yeah, I thought it was pretty obvious that Harden was going to test positive as soon as I knew he Russ had. There. Yeah, because, you know, the, it was reported like last week that they wasn't traveling to the bubble. And it was like, well, you know, there's other players that aren't traveling yet. So that could be anything. But as soon as Russ tested positive, I'm like, yeah, I, I about guarantee Harden's going to test positive. And sure enough, there he is. Yeah. And I, I, I think the only four players that didn't go were those two, Jokic and Kawhi. Kawhi, yeah. And I know Jokic had it, so maybe yeah. Kawhi does too at this point. I don't know how, like, I didn't see anything about this, but according to, I think it was Brian Windhorse, uh, I was listening to Hoop Collective today, he said that Jokic, um, you know, he had corona, but he passed all the tests so he could fly back to the States to come to the bubble, but he missed his flight. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so Mike Malone's just like, well, I mean, you know, he'll be here eventually. <laughs> yeah, well, he's coming. Promise. Sooner or later. Yeah. I mean, he's got some time, but you know, it's yeah. very funny nonetheless. Um also Shay turned 22. Happy birthday, Shay. We were gonna record this yesterday when it was actually his birthday, so I wrote it down. And so now today he's 22 and a day years old. How many uh how many teammates do you think played the taylor swift song uh i'll say basley probably did basley definitely did um i'll tell you who would have was russell westbrook he loved some. he would have i could see that as an adams thing to do yeah it could be it could be i will say like I, i always try to find like a song that has the number age that i'm gonna turn and i just I just wear everybody out with it all day, <laughs> just playing it, singing it. Mm-hmm. And that that was my 22. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And um, I didn't get to celebrate my birthday like Shay did by unveiling my own logo. Yes. People were quite confused about the logo online. It was very funny to see. People thought it was like supposed to be SGA. And so they're like, where's the G? I can't find the G. And I was like, you know, it spells his first name, which is Shay. Yeah, if you like watch the video, it like it's very clear. It's very clear if you watch the video, but I guess people just watch the Mm -hmm. like still shot of it. 
just see like, the icon of it or yeah they're like i'm very confused and it's like go just watch the 30 second video but yeah it's a very cool see, logo if you look hard enough you can see a g in there if that's, you really try if you really try you could probably make out like both an upper and a lowercase g there's a lot of lines going on mm-hmm. so i don't really know what he's i i assume it's like a clothing brand slash fashion brand i think it'll be on a shoe too I well yeah I mean I bet it'll be yeah, on his yeah. Converse but I mean it just seems like he would be a fashion guy as well so I assume that's what it is but there's like all we saw today was the logo we didn't really get anything else um but yeah it's probably going to be something fashion related yep I rock with the logo though man I'm a fan big fan of it big big fan also um what was the other thing I was good oh yeah did you see the Billy Donovan thing Going around Twitter, mugshot. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see anybody say that. I just saw Down to Dunk tweet out the picture. I told Chelsea, I was like, "Doesn't it look like he's in a lineup?" Everybody, uh, I. It got old very fast. Like everybody on Twitter was like, "It looks like it's a mugshot." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I know." We've yeah. Also, if I, uh, I, I'm gonna say something, and I'm gonna say something like we're in the trust tree. So I hope we're in the trust tree. I do not like that media members keep tweeting out just still shots of players in media interviews. It's happening way too often. I it's don't like, like nobody it. knows how to use the print screen button on their laptop. Well, no, it's not even that. It's not even that the quality is poor. It's just the fact that it's like the picture. The people posting just the picture makes it. It makes it look like you're just trying to say, hey, guys, I'm in the media interview. And that's yeah. all you're saying. You're not, if you're the providing facts. information with the tweet and you're giving a quote, that's fine. I, that's mm-hmm. very informative. But if, you, if you're just tweeting out the picture, now the down to dunk tweeting the Billy Donovan one was funny. So I give him credit for that. Like, I'm not trying to chirp them. But people, make a meme. Yeah, it's a meme. That one was funny. But there's people that are posting like just a, a random picture of Shay or Hami with no nothing else it's just the picture that they took from their phone on the computer screen it's like yeah we get it dude we know we know you're in this interview we know you're a part of the media so get like just don't do that like tweet something else with it you know what i mean i don't know it just kind of bothered me on a very like superficial level and i just want to get that out all right get it off chest man sweet thank you that was all i had to say but yeah billy donovan did an interview shays like they're basically just doing the thing where they do the normal practice media interviews mm-hmm. where like billy donovan comes through and then shay comes through and whatever like the other people come through and it's very i don't know there's the, it's it's pretty much become like the rehearsed answers at this point we haven't really gotten anything new as of the last like three days it is cool to hear other people's perspectives about uh the return yeah of dre though like uh adam that's really instance, the only info like, we got really is from yeah there. adam for instance like you know he he was drafted with dre and he was like you know it just it it feels so good to be out there with him and like mm-hmm. to see how upbeat and optimistic and like full of energy he is so like you know me and jerry was pretty high like you know thinking that dre was gonna come back and now like I'm certain he's going to come back, but yeah. I think he's going to be able to contribute. I really do. Yeah, I I did not think he was coming back this season. Uh, hand up there, I, I'll admit that. But yeah, he does seem like he's on pace to at least participate 
in some way during games on the court. So he's looking huge too, man. He's a big man. He's a big hulky man. And uh, there's that. <laughs> Did you see that photo of him with like the other three guys? Yep. And his mask was not on his nose, which nobody seemed to notice. <laughs> well, I think it was Hervey that was with him. He just had a hand yeah. on his ear. Yeah, he was just he was not even trying. Yeah. That was a cool photo. Um, but yeah, so they've been doing the normal media interview as best they can. Um, which has been nice for the the Robertson updates and such. So all right, Dylan, enough basketball talk. It is time for the final edition of the dad bracket. We've been doing this every Monday slash Tuesday pod now. I guess this is a Tuesday pod. And we are down to the Elite Eight. And we are going to have a winner by the end of this podcast. So without further ado, let's run through the Elite Eight. For those of you who may have need a quick refresher, we have Uncle Phil versus Andy Taylor. We have Jim Hopper versus Jay from uh, Modern Family. We have Alan Matthews versus Joe West. And then finally, we have Coach Taylor versus Carl Winslow. So let's start the first ones. Uncle Phil, one of the top players in this bracket, still up versus Andy Taylor, another big favorite. A very difficult decision. Two very good dads slash adopted dads. I personally am a little bit biased to The Fresh Prince because that's the show I watch more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen, I've seen all the great scenes of Uncle Phil. As Steve mentioned in an earlier podcast, his wife completely changed physically <laughs> at one point. He was just super cool with it. So that's yep. a big plus. Um, so I got to go with Uncle Phil for those reasons. Or, let me play devil's advocate, could that be a huge red flag? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Great point. He just acts like nothing, nothing was he wrong. He didn't apparently. He may not even like looked at his wife enough to even <laughs> notice a difference. Uh, no, I I am also gonna go Uncle Phil. Shout out Andy Taylor. You know, he's, good dad. He's one of the iconic and like really models for TV dads, but. Uncle Phil is just too good, man. He's too well-rounded of a character, and he's he's super iconic. Like I almost yeah. used, I almost used the video clip of he saying him saying "we" and laughing on a recent Jacoby tweet. So we got to go with Uncle Phil there. Yeah, and I should mention for the Elite Eight. I mean, I don't think any of these dads, like it's going to be a hard decision no matter what, because all yeah. of these dads are good. So. You know, it's not to say that the loser is necessarily a bad dad. It's just, you know, got to make decisions. So there you go, Andy Taylor. First loser of the Elite Eight. First loser of the Elite Eight. So Uncle Phil goes on to the final four, and then we move on to Jim Hopper, the other one seed, versus Jay from Modern Family. This is a tough one. This is probably the most difficult one for me because I love both these characters. I've seen both of these shows through like all the episodes so it's tough i i don't know i don't D- dylan what are you thinking i'm thinking i still haven't seen modern family <laughs> that's right you haven't seen it um but i mean you've gave compelling arguments 
Proje. I mm-hmm. will say that. Um, and I, you know, like I said, I, I could see through the flaws and the struggles of Hopper's fatherhood and, like, see his heart behind it all. Definitely. And, you know, that letter at the end just really, like, uh, just, you know, pierces the heart. So Heartbreaker. I am okay with whatever decision you make here. You know, I actually, now that you start, I forgot about the letter, and I think the letter really sets it over the top because Jay, as great as Jay is, he still has a long way to go in terms of being, like, a fully, uh, what's the word, accepting father. Like, we've said before, he accepts his son's marriage. That's great. But he's just breaking the surface of that type of um, dynamic. And with Jim, I feel like his experience with Eleven through the three seasons so far, I feel like he's farther along than what Jay has been with his son. Because even though there's been like seven seasons of Modern Family, it took to like season six for him to even like accept the marriage. So there's still a lot of healing to go on. They're both great dads, but I think Jim Hopper is just a little bit, a little bit farther along. And so for that, I got to give him the, the bump. Keep the door open three inches. Mm-hmm. It's a, so two number one seeds are in. <laughs> pretty chalk at this point. <laughs> yeah, pretty chalk at this point. Uh, but it won't be chalk is the next one because our number one seed, Ron Swanson, was eliminated last round by Alan Matthews. And he is going up against Joe Hopefully West. so, I might add. <laughs> yeah, uh, you have no stake in this one, do you? Nope. Zero stake. Still very upset that Ron Swanson was not in here because that would be my vote. All right, this is all I'm saying. You, you need, while you have my Disney Plus, you I know. need to watch some Boy Meets World. I know. I've been because watching all like, the Simpsons, so once I'm all once I'm through the twenty nine seasons of Simpsons, I'll get to that. I forgot. Like I think I was as as much as I was hyping up Alan Matthews, I think I was selling him short. And I've only watched. Uh, I mean, I watched the first four episodes of mm-hmm. like Boy Meets World, and we're gonna watch the whole show. Like that was just you know the first four episodes I could watch before I started going to sleep. In the middle of what, was what was that? What was that? Sorry. Okay. That's what I do when I'm tired, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, Jerry and Steven talked about when Alan let Corey stay up so he could watch the no hitter. Mm-hmm. They kind of got it right. Corey was asleep and he went and woke him up so mm-hmm. he could witness what was potentially going to be no hitter. Counterpoint, that sounds like a bad dad because his son was going through a nice circadian rhythm and he ruined it. (laughs) Well, this is the other thing. So what happened earlier in the day was they had plans. They was going to go watch, uh, like, fighter jets fly or whatever. And, you know, as Chelsea mentioned, he owned a grocery store and there was a fire. So Mm -hmm. he had to go tend to the fire, which, you know, completely understandable, like – you you gotta you know go tend to that fire and you know Corey understood that and he went to bed and everything and that was him trying to make up to him like trying to spend more time with him trying to have a special moment with him <clears throat> and then there was also another episode where 
four-year-old wanted a water gun because there was going to be like a water wars between like all of his friends in the neighborhood. And he was like, you know, can I win some money? Can I, can I get this water gun? And he's like, no, you got to earn, like you got to earn anything that you want. So Mm. he went, he painted his neighbor's shutters. Little did he know when he painted the shutters, he leaned them up against his fence. So paint from the shutters got through the fence. So he had to go um, paint the fence back over and almost miss the water war. And his dad, you know, to his credit, he had a long talk to him, a long talk with him, and he was like, you know, at this point in time, your responsibility is just to be a kid and have fun. And he sent him on his way to his water war, and his dad finished painting the fence for him, taught him the lesson, and even let him go have fun. So like, Alan Matthews is hard to beat, man. And I, I know if I put Joe West, like he's a great dad like a phenomenal dab like if he was matched up against any of these other guys he very well might be in the final four but wow recency bias is probably a big key here but yeah i'm going alan matthews here man yeah you're you're the expert on these and that was that's a good that uh tale you just told is a very convincing one sounds like a great dad and um yeah I'm, i'm i'll just like you let me have the last one, I'll let you have this one. Alan Matthews going through. Final four. There we go, man. All right. Shout, last. Out, shout out Joe S. You fought hard. Yeah. We gotta shout out all these guys. They're all good dads. Yeah. But yeah. Last last lead eight, and then we'll get to the final four and the championship. We got Coach Taylor. We got Carl Winslow. Uh I have seen both of these to some extent. I've seen Friday Night Lights a little bit more makes me lean towards coach taylor but i have heard some good good testimony for carl uh, yeah so S- same here uh I've, I've seen a little bit i know carl is a good dad and he also you know kind of fathers urkel's character as well mm-hmm. but i mean it's like i said in the last episode man like coach taylor is like the dad's dad like he's the he's father to his kids he's the father to all the players on his team. Um, he goes to another school where he has no relationships and he's a father figure to those guys, like immediately establishing a relationship. Like Coach Taylor is almost tough. unmatched. Like I've it's, I've got to go Coach Taylor. It is tough to beat Coach Taylor, and I, I think I side with you there. So Coach Taylor <clears throat> getting to the final four, and we're gonna go backwards now. So Ooh. Coach Taylor back in the ring against the Alan Matthews you so highly acclaimed oh, man. just a second ago. I'm telling you, man. Who's it going to be? This is a top. <laughs> uh, I this love is like Alan picking your Matthews. favorite kid. And after watching the full seven seasons of Boy Meets World, I might feel differently, but he's not beating Coach Taylor, man. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's better that you didn't watch all of it because then recency bias becomes yeah. too much of a factor and i do think coach taylor is is still the better pick here so coach taylor going to the championship against the winner of uncle phil and jim hopper uh, hey but alan matthews was the cinderella story i think he was like a three or four seed he was the four seed he there beat, you go he beat uh phil from modern family he beat ron swanson still not uh, I would love I would love to have a discussion about Ron Swanson versus Coach Taylor because I think that's also an epic matchup. 
but he didn't be he didn't get there. Alan Matthews beat him, made it to the final four. They're like the uh they're like the Wichita State of uh this dad bracket right now. Great we, Cinderella story. Okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> you disagree? No, I was just saying I was thinking like George Mason mm. that one year. Yeah. I was trying to think of like a because uh, Wichita is, was more of a like they were like a ten seed. It's like too low. I'm trying to remember when that was. Oh, you're talking about okay, yeah. You're talking about when they played Wol- that year that Louisville won. Yeah. When okay. they made the final four. That's who I was Actually, thinking. Actually Louisville didn't win, but you know, that's besides the point. They beat they beat Wichita State, but then lost. Well they okay. they won the game. It just they don't have the ring anymore. Right. They didn't win a championship. I see what you mean. Because strippers. I forgot. I yeah. <laughs> just because strippers. Oh god, that's a funny story. All right. Uh, so Uncle Phil and Jim Hopper, second round of the Final Four, going to face Coach Taylor. This one I have a lot of of uh, meat in. I love both of these guys. I've seen all the episodes of both TV shows. This one's tough. I mean, actually, both of them are adopted dads, too. Yeah. We have an adopted dad off. represented well by the adoptive fathers. Yes. I don't know. I'm I'm perplexed. So here's my thing, and I did not expect this going in, and I'll probably get some backlash. Mm. I feel like... Cancel (laughs) Dylan. I feel like Hopper went through more development as a father throughout the TV show, whereas Uncle Phil was, you know, he was a great dad, but he was a great dad to his kids once Will Smith came into the picture and Will just kind of became integrated into the family, which is admirable. But Hopper having no experience being a father how old was she? She was quite young. Yeah, she was quite young. She was quite young. Okay, yeah. I don't, think it, I don't know if anyone heard Chelsea on the audio, but she basically was mentioning that uh, Jim Hopper did have a daughter and she died of cancer. So Yeah. And so, like, not only did he not have a lot of experience, but he's pushed out any desire to want to be a father at that point. Right. He was resentful. And so for him to... For him to just go full 180 and, you know, kind of fill a, fill a role, if you will, in Eleven's life when she, you know, needed a father figure, uh, I think I think that pushes it over the top for me. Yeah, and I, I forgot about the daughter he had um, before the show, like, as like a prequel to the show. And I think that honestly puts him even higher because he went through that trial and tribulation and still came out the way he did in season three, which is a very uh, impressive journey. Also the fact that he's single, a single father versus uh, uncle Phil, who's married that that's a huge difference like that to be a single father is, is, I mean, I, I have no experience in either one, but I would imagine being a single father is a lot harder than a married father. I just had to put two and two together here. 
I can't attest from experience, but I can attest Good. from like tiny experience. Yes, I'm glad you can't attest firsthand, <laughs> but I, I think it's fair to say being a single father is harder than being a married father. So it is also fair to say, though, why Nona Ryder's character does help out a lot. That's true. So she. Well, that's because he has to sacrifice himself for the greater good of all humanity. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's sacrificing himself for the good of all humanity. Humanity. I don't think Uncle Phil ever did that. He never sacrificed for humanity. (laughs) Big picture. He had millions of dollars. Uh That's That's true. He was very rich. But humanity. 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 Very yeah. on brand humanity. <laughs> oh, the humanity! Yeah, I think I I think Jim Hopper. That's tough. I really love Uncle Phil, but yeah, Jim Hopper. Quite a journey, and uh, going off to face Coach Taylor. I didn't expect it going into this. I I, I honestly thought Uncle Phil was going to make at least make it to the finals, if not mm-hmm. win it. And here we are. He is eliminated in the final four. Uh, so here we are, Dylan. Finals. Uncle Phil, Coach Taylor. No. Oh no, Jim Hopper. <laughs> I was reading the wrong thing. Jim Hopper, Coach Taylor. Both have. They're both very layered in their dad, dadship, fatherhood, and. Yeah. So it's tough. One saved humanity. <laughs> he did do that. The other is a father to his family, a football team, and like a bunch of other things. And then Which could also be way, arguably he humanity. Saved a lot of other people, yeah. Yeah, you could argue he did save help humanity. So by definition, he helped. By definition, who were humanity? They were humans. <laughs> And they involved, they were in the collective humanity. <laughs> um, yeah, man, like, as compelling of an argument I just made for Hopper, I... I don't see how heart, you could put Coach... It's hard for me to put Hopper over Coach Taylor. No, you... And the thing is, like, you know, I said you see the development and the struggle and the growth that you see from him, you know, being a father is basically in a one season. Like you have I want to say 7, 8, maybe 9 seasons of seeing coach Taylor father all these people. Yeah, that fatherhood figure for all these people. So Yeah, man, I going into this bracket, I knew it was going to be coach Taylor or Jack Pearson, which was very badly misrepresented. <laughs> He didn't even make it to like the, <laughs> the sweet 16. <laughs> but hey, Coach Taylor's here and he deserves to be here. Yep. And Hopper, you know, you did great, man. But Coach silver. Taylor's my guy. He gets the silver. Coach Taylor with the gold medal. Who gets the bronze? Uh, Uncle Phil, probably. Over Alan Matthews? Yeah, just, yeah, I, I feel like that's the people's, that's the people's choice of works. I do think the people are going to be a little bit mad that Uncle Phil didn't win this, which I, I totally understand, but. I feel like we gave good reasoning. We did. That was solid logic. 
And Uncle Phil is the top three dad in TV history. I mean, that's that's nothing to be ashamed of. Nothing to sneeze at. Nothing to sneeze at. Absolutely. All right. There, there you have it, folks. The dad bracket that started, I don't know, we started this on like Father's Day, so it's been going a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in honor of Father's Day and uh, TV mom bracket coming in uh, May 2021. Say so your calendar is eight months from now. Be prepared. So yeah, congratulations to Coach Taylor. Yeah, I, let's. We should um, we should try to find out if we can get the if we can uh, like DM the actor if he's Kyle on Chandler. Twitter. Yeah, and just see if we can get a response from him somehow. That'd be very well, funny. I feel like he would say something to the effect of "Clear eyes, full heart, can't lose." Hell yeah, that'd be dope. Texas forever. Texas forever. All right, that's it for Dad Bracket. Our final segment before we head out. It's our weird question of the of the week. We have two this time because I forgot to do it last. Oh, it's not even of the week. It's every podcast I think I'm going to do this. We forgot to do it last podcast on our Friday pod, but I did pick a winner from that one, and I also picked a winner from the Monday episode, so we've got two for you, Dylan, Can't wait. and me. First one, which was supposed to be for Friday, Comes in from at Hunter Harjo Seven. He asks, "Do you think Nick Collison and Sam Presti use the same hair gel?" Mm. That is a uh, to quote the doctor in iRobot. That, my friend, is the right question. What a what an interesting play! What an interesting reference. I don't know. Have you ever seen that movie? No, but it was just very You've never seen iRobot. What isn't it HBO? iRobot? No, that's what is that called? I think that's just robot. That what is iRobot show? iRobot was like it was a it was a it was a Will Smith movie like back in the day. Oh, the movie. Yeah, I was thinking of the TV show with yeah. that one guy. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen either actually. So yeah, uh, rest in peace to Will Smith's heart. By the way. Man, what a bad <laughs> week for Will Smith. Like, I don't even know half of the stuff that's been going on that. All I know is, like, he, he like, apparently he's, like, in an open marriage, which I didn't know about. And mm-hmm. his wife is, like, with somebody else, which I guess they agreed on. But now he's, like, sad about I don't know. It's so weird. Yeah, they joke about it. They said, we ride together, we die together. Bad marriage for a lot. <laughs> Just like, like that's weird flex, but okay. What do you expect in an open marriage? Like that's obviously gonna cause problems. I don't, I don't get it, man. To answer your question, Hunter Harjo, I do not think they use the same hair gel. I think Sam Presti uses hair gel, but Nick Collison's got some poof in his hair, which makes mm. me think he uses some moose. Moose. Oh, so you think Nick's a moose guy? Sam's a, a gel guy. He's a moose. The moose. moose. I like that answer. I like that answer. All right. Today's weird question of the uh, comes from at Grayson Wilbanks. Grayson. If you could live in any movie setting, what would it be? Oh, great question. I really like this one. Oh uh, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, I okay, but I I thought about that too, right? Like Marvels would sound cool, but uh, but you're. You're still yourself. 
you don't get to be a Marvel character. Unless I'm not. <laughs> but I, I think the question is, if you just plopped yourself into a movie setting, mm-hmm. right? So if you're in a Marvel setting, it's like cool for the other guys, but you're just you. All right. Well, if that's the case, if you're taking away question. all my hopes and dreams. Okay, let's 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 make it a double question. Let's say in one you get to do what like whatever you want. In which case Marvel's awesome. I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. I would be I don't know who I'd, I'd be um hmm. uh I really like Black Panther actually. I don't I their technology is pretty sweet. Okay, that's pretty on brand. For Is me. that racist for me to be Black Panther? No, Everett Ross was uh, he was he was pretty fond of Wakanda. Okay, I'd yeah. just be the whitest Black Panther. Yeah, have. you you would be like uh, well, Bucky he stayed there. He was t- he was being groomed mm. to be the White Wolf. That was that's true. His uh, uh, comic book name was, but yeah, so I could be the White Wolf. Yeah, I'll I'll allow it. I like. I just want to have the Wakanda technology. I think it's super cool. Wakanda forever. Yeah. All right. Let's now. Let's say it's just you. That's tough. Uh, Where would you go? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna go cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Oh, good one. Rain down some food on me, my that, guy. That is a great answer. Before it all goes to crap, though. Like well, it, I mean, it eventually comes back to normal. Yeah, but it doesn't just rain food anymore. No, it doesn't. Have you have you seen it? It turns into like a mutated food island. No, but the second one doesn't. The second one, like he he fixes it, and it's still like food. It doesn't like rain from the sky, but everything is like food. From what I remember, you know what I'm talking about the second one. Like the food mutates and right, like, but that's that's symptoms. right. That's the plot. But then the resolution is he like I don't I I saw it like so long ago I don't remember what actually happened. But I think he I mean he like fixed it, and then it was back to like what it was in the first movie where it was just like raining normal food. I'm gonna fact check that while you tell. We me should this. fact. We should definitely fact check that. But that's a good idea. Pre. Pre uh, Collider with a Chance Ball, Chance of Meatballs two, movie setting. I think I am going to go with you on that one. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate that we asked that question last because now Dylan has to fact check that <laughs> while I stall because I don't have anything else. That's the end of our show. Oh, uh, synopsis, but okay. Uh, All right, well, here we go. Okay. Spoiler alert. <clears throat> yeah, don't if you haven't seen it, uh, close your ears. I think it's free on uh, Prime Video, so there you go. Uh, Flint finds the phlegm dismissed of her. Mm-hmm. He notices a family of cute marshmallows and becomes hesitant to destroy the machine. Chester immediately seizes control of the phlegm of and announces his plot to make his updated line of food bars out of food emuls. A crushed Flint is knocked into the river but rescued by the marshmallows. Flint's taken to his father, who, along with the food emuls, help him infiltrate the live court building that is under construction on the island. Flint frees really the trapped foodables, confronts Chester, who threatens to make food bars out of his friends, which is just, okay. Chester Ooh. makes several holograms of himself to overwhelm Flint, but Flint uses Party in a Box to expose the real Chester. Party in a Box! Absolutely. Very on brand of Flint. 
An army of food holes arrive and Flint's friends are free by Barb, having a change of heart. Chester tries to take off with the flits of summer, but is eaten by a cheese spider. Oh, Which, gosh. I would say from Chester and wife court destroyed, Flint returns the flits of summer to its place, and the food holes continue to live in peace as more are born. The film ends with Flint fishing with his father for the first time, finding it enjoyable. So, yeah. Uh, basically, he returns it to its place, and the food animals continue to live in peace. Jury's out on if it still makes food, though. So, but right, so the food stuff is there. The food animals are, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I mean, so I, I guess they're like living. Okay, that's different. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. They have sentience, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Like there's a there's a cheeseburger that's a spider. That's the cheese spider. The cheese spider. Uh, my favorite. My favorite was the leak in the boat. It's the best oh, part. Yeah, yeah. Best part of the movie. Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed that both of those movies more than I thought I would. They're and really good. They're very solid uh, films. I watched them with my kids. You know, I I, I did. I watched. I watched it by myself. I'm not gonna lie. Right. I don't have kids. Oh, Chelsea just wants everybody to know she's very upset that there's Christmas TikToks right now. Mm. Unfortunate. Yeah, for all of you who are share that sentiment, please let us know at OKC Topic Thunder <laughs> on Twitter. You can also find us on Dash Radio. It, was, it happened today, so if you didn't see it, we're on Mondays from 11 to 12 p.m. Central on Nothing Minute Dash Radio. Usually you record this before that goes out, but Today was a different day. So hopefully you watched it. If not, catch uh, next week. Uh, we'll have our latest episode up on there. And uh, and yeah, you just, you know, make sure to subscribe wherever you do your podcast. And if you're on iTunes, leave us a five-star review and a, a happy comment. And we'll be happy. That's that's it. A happy birthday again, Shay. Um, and July birthdays are the best. Mm-hmm. It's not like you have a July birthday or anything. No. No. All right. Well, don't forget to wash your hands for the coronavirus. Be sure to always hoop when you can. And as always, Undra. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.